Foodies Rock with Leslie Chesterman on show 97.7. An expert's guide for what to put in your mouth and where to do it. 7 and it's Wednesday morning, and that means uh, for the first time in a couple of weeks, we say good morning to Leslie Chesterman. Hi, Les. Hi, Terry. How's it going? Good. Missed you the last couple of weeks. I know. It was, it, I mean, it's, it's been so long that when I have to dial the number to get into the show uh, situation, uh, I didn't remember the number, and it's zero one. I mean, come on. I mean, I, I got, I got, I went to the country. I came home, and I'm yeah. like, what's my alarm number? What's my phone number? It's yeah. like, what? So it's been, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Were you at the chalet the for, for a while? Yeah, I have a little chalet, which yeah. my fa- my late father used to call the shack, and yep. uh, it's yep. a bit of a shack, yep. but, uh, you know, it's our shack. And, Those uh, are the best so kind. It's, uh, it's a total shack, and it's on a very clean lake, but yep. what's great about it is it's about, it feels 10 degrees hotter in the Laurentians yeah. than it feels in this city. It's yeah. just like, woo. Yeah, it's So, uh, you know, it's like there's mold growing on my underarms. <laughs> anyway. Too much information, but yes. uh, it, you know it's it's been a while, and it's you know it's last time we talked was all this kind of uh, endless COVID doom and gloom, and yeah. what takeout did you have this week, and all this, and you know what I want to talk about this week? More COVID doom and gloom. Okay, <laughs> why not just get right back to it? You know, all right, now that we're here. Okay, but, I mean there are a couple of things that have come up, and. Um, that one thing that I've noticed that a lot of chefs are taking to uh, social media to kind of it's a way to talk to their customers. And uh, some of the things I'm reading are pretty amazing. But uh, all around is some things are pretty amazing when it comes to the restaurant scene, because this has gone on for a long time. And any restaurant that is uh, reopened, a lot of them are like. Diane Solomon, who's the owner of Olive and Gourmando and Foxy and other restaurants, she yesterday posted something saying they were doing takeout. They're stopping that because it didn't work and they're going to try to um, open their dining room somehow. So they're really going through hell. I mean, these are people who, uh, you know, have often owned businesses for decades or a decade or even five years and have been doing well. And suddenly the the rug was pulled out from underneath them in a serious way. And they're trying to cope. But it sounds to me like... You know, there may be some things people could do better. So I have a, a little a little list of the situations that maybe we customers could think of. And then maybe I even have one that maybe the restaurant could think of. Okay. Because it, sometimes it goes both ways. Well, first of all, you know, I saw the great post that you put with a mask. I put a post of a mask up on the other day, and somebody told me my mask was on backwards. <clears throat> so, you know... We try our best. What can I say? But uh, um, I, I think the situation, I was in a small grocery store in Utremont the other day, and I think there are about 40 people in there, and there should have been maybe six people in there. And there were two of us wearing a mask, and the guy behind me was so close, I could feel his breath on my neck while we were in line oh to pay for the cash. And I'm not the kind of person who's going to turn around and say, back off, buddy. But, you know, like, back off, you know, a little yeah. bit. I just come on. I mean, have we forgotten about what's going on? Like, A, no mask, but B, breathing down my neck. I mean, not in any kind of, you know, uh, personal way. (laughs) But I mean, just by standing too close. So, like, I'm going to always play the police song, Don't Stand So Close to Me. (laughs) I'll have it with me all the time (laughs) if people get too close. But the first thing is definitely the mask situation. I mean, people are just exploding all over the place. And really, like, is it that big a deal to wear a mask? You no, know, like, no, it's no, it it isn't. And as I was pointing out today, 
you know, I've I've got like a, a package of disposable masks in my glove box in case I forget yeah. my reusable mask at home. And uh, you know, yeah. I bought I think there was a dozen of them for ten bucks in a package at yeah. Jonko too. So you know, they're everywhere yeah. now, and and it's it's simple and it's an easy thing to do. And what happened to we're all in this together? Oh yeah, what happened to that? Yeah. Well, the, the 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 mass situation too is they're everywhere, including on the ground. People just seem yeah. to take them off and throw. Yeah. I find I'm everywhere. So, uh, and I agree with you because I have a reusable mask and I wear it, and it does feel a little bit constricting. I mean, apparently you get just get mm-hmm. used to it, but those little yep. thin disposable ones, there's no excuse. I mean. Do it for your grandmother. Just yes. you know what? Do it so we can get back to life as yes. normal. I just feel that everybody who doesn't want to wear a mask wants us to go on forever. And, and my point and my point this morning was, God forbid we go back to where we were in March. And oh my you know, God. Well, like that's well, that's that happened going on down south. Yeah, and it's happened in yeah. Australia. They've gone back into lockdown in Australia, in a part of Australia. They're back into lockdown. Let's let's not have that here, yeah. please. Yeah, my ma- yeah. I wear a mask to say I've had it. I want my kids to go back to school in September because they're yeah. driving me crazy. When I wear a mask, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I want to get my kids out of the house. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, one thing that's so I talked about the mask situation, the back off situation. Okay, the you know just like within reason. Sometimes we run into a neighbor and we're talking real close, and that's kind of a weird situation. But um, it's hard to back off from your neighbor, but. Uh, one thing that restaurants have talked to me, Antonio Park did a very impassioned plea about this on Instagram, the no-show situation. I mean, they're opening the restaurant, I think, with a really reduced seating, and somebody, uh, you know, booked a table for six and didn't show. Oh, I mean, boy. this happened before, but, like, when it's now one quarter of your reduced dining room and you have staff there and you don't show, or another restaurant was telling me that the weather was bad, so, like, everybody was canceling at the last minute. Restaurants buy their ingredients in advance according to how many people are going to be there, especially these days. So as soon as you cancel, and then to these days get people back in to fill those seats, whoa, like really? That's like really, you know? So that's pretty amazing to me. Uh, One restaurant owner was telling me that he was really following the rules on his terrace, was distancing and everything. And down the street, there's another terrace, and it's like business as usual, no distancing. Like where... Where are the city people going around giving, you know, the people who are not obeying the rules kind of tickets instead of like ticketing us for talking to our neighbor? I don't know if that happens, but maybe these restaurants should be, you know, the ones who are playing by the rules are having a very hard time, especially yeah. when they see one down the street that's not. So I think that's an that's a in, in important situation. I saw um, uh, an English restaurant reviewer, a, a big person, very famous person, saying, from now on, I'm only writing positive re- restaurant reviews because of the COVID situation. And you know, Terry, my reaction was, how about we write no restaurant reviews for now until things are back to normal and people, are should people be reviewed when they're at a time no. in their business lives where they're really having to wear masks and it's not business as usual, so why the bleep do we yeah. need a restaurant review? You know, and you can leave a review if you, you know, get Uber Eats or something, or you can leave a review maybe on social media, but do we need restaurant reviews these days? Like, yeah. really? And no. I'm, I was a restaurant reviewer for 20 years. Yeah. I know it's people's livelihoods and everything, but you can write about something else. The food world is big, but, like, reviewing restaurants? Yeah. Whoa, I just... Yeah. 
I, I'm not, you know, even like reviewing takeout. I just think they're they're doing their best. A lot of restaurants that weren't doing takeout are now doing takeout, and what they get a review. I mean, really. Yeah. Um, so I don't know about reviews at all. The I don't give a blank. Let's party situation. When you see these uh, these kind of bars or people just going in and partying, whoa! It's back to number one with the mask. It's you know, it's we all just want to get back to normal. Um, this is a one I didn't expect, but this is one I've heard from Mr. Arturis, that being rude to the staff situation, like in this, and of course there have been a million clips of people being rude to staff and everything. What is going on? Yeah. You know, like being rude to a waiter these days. But on the other hand, okay, to be fair, I called a place about takeout the other day, and I did have somebody eating with me who was gluten-free, and I asked beyond nicely if they had anything that was gluten-free, and I got a lecture. And I'm like, What? You got a lecture? Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I got a lecture. Like, we're in this situation. I don't have anything that's gluten-free. I'm like, okay. Okay. You okay. Know? okay. Come to me. Come to me. Okay, and then another one. The shoddy takeout situation. I've been ordering a lot of takeout. I know you've been getting a lot of takeout. And here I am saying we shouldn't review anything. But maybe to the restaurants to like, I got a $16 Caesar salad yesterday that looked like it had already been eaten. You know, so it's like, I think <laughs> oh, if restaurants want customers yeah. to get yeah. takeout, just please, yeah. you know, assure that everything that's Be in the careful. boxes. Be careful, yeah. Uh, well, and we're all, like, everybody, you know, is watching their finances and stuff like it shouldn't just be like a right. mess, you know. Right. So I think that's a that's a, to be fair on both sides too. Is that things are expensive when you add like there's a tip on there, there's yeah, a hyper, yeah, there's yeah. this, there's that, and like I got two pizzas and the 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 dog's breakfast Caesar salad and it was eighty five dollars, you know. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. wow, you know, let's uh, uh, okay, let's pay, but yeah, ouch. So yeah. just like whatever goes in that container should be nice. And um, another thing that uh, just a final thing, the situation is that. Um, uh, this great restaurant guy called Colin Perry, um, who owns the Dinette Triple Crown on Clark uh, yes. in Little Italy, he had a really hard time. Just would he open up? Would he do takeout? They're doing takeout now, and he put a really impassioned plea on Facebook about just a lot of problems that restaurants are facing, saying. We closed once for lockdown. We reopened. If we close again, we're done. Wow. Okay, so that's an, yeah. a, and a lot of them are saying yeah. two reopenings, it's curtains. And yeah. places like the Balsam Inn. I mean, there are other places that have closed not necessarily because of COVID because maybe they weren't doing well in advance. But closing and reopening twice could be the kiss of deaths for some restaurants. So these things that we talked about today are really... Uh, um, you know, a do or die situation for restaurants. So, yeah. like, really not showing up after you booked a table for six. Come on. And know, these these places like the Dinette Triple Crown are the the they're the flavor of Montreal. They're the they're the oh, yeah. the kinds of restaurants that make the city so famous. And and it would be yes. awful to lose them. So yeah, and uh, you know, at the beginning, yeah. I remember reading some people saying, "Oh, they can survive one month or two months. How no. long is this going to last?" Hey, like, listen, so even, many are going to close. Even David at Joe Beef said at the beginning. I remember reading it was either in La Presse or you know somebody spoke to him in I think it was late March, and he said, "You know, if uh, if we're talking a couple of months, it's one thing, and if we go much past June, I don't know." And you know that's yeah, well, that's a that's a big restaurant. Yeah. I, I mean, it, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of people struggling with it. I got a lot of friends in the restaurant business, and a lot yeah. of people are struggling. So I hope people heed your list this morning. Uh, nice oh, to have yeah, you back, I mean, by the way. For sure.
Well, okay. well next week we'll do something positive. Raspberries. Yes. I don't yeah. Know. Well, we'll oh, think of something no. positive. <laughs> okay, All right. great. Bye. All right.